Welcome to the Lynn Sanity Podcast with Caleb Lynn, a part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. Hello. To another edition of the Lynn Sanity Podcast, a part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. And folks, uh, we are here for another college basketball podcast. And, uh, Tonight, uh, we'll be talking about all that's going on throughout the week. A uh, lot of chaos uh, throughout the throughout the bigger conferences. And uh, Bryce, once again, thank you for coming on. And, uh, you know, I'm excited to talk about this because this week went a lot different than you and I expected. And that's a part of the loveliness to college basketball. Yeah, so how the mighty have fallen, Caleb. <laughs> that's exactly right. And let's just jump right into it because a lot of teams lost. Let's just face the facts. A lot of teams lost that we did not expect to lose. Uh, there was one particular team that lost that we'll discuss. Uh, but Bryce, besides this one particular team, which you and I will go in depth on, what was the team, in your opinion, that just kind of disappointed you over the week that that didn't do what you expected them to do? <sighs> There's, there's a lot of, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of candidates, that. right? I, I mean, I'm I'm pretty disappointed in my Buckeyes. Be honest, little little skid here. I'm I'm, I'm disappointed in them. Um, I'm disappointed in Texas. They did not bring their own juice. Um, I think they 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 had a kind of a bad loss. Um, Oklahoma, another team that I wasn't entirely sold on. Uh, they they've been slipping a little bit as well. So I think uh, I think there's a couple teams that you look at where you're you're kind of like, boy, this is not what we had expected. It's not what we talked about just a couple weeks oh. ago, Caleb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, well, I'll answer I'll answer my own question. I guess you know, keep dismissing your question because it's clear and obvious to me who you should be the most disappointed in, Bryce. It's clear and obvious. You want me to tell it to you? Uh, sure. The Ohio State. Buckeyes. No, come on. You can't. You cannot come in and be as dominant as you have been this particular season, and then all of a sudden lose three in a row to Michigan, ninety-two to eighty-seven in a classic. To let to beat. I mean, come on. With all with all due respect, Michigan State seventy. They're playing to well. They're playing I'm well not, right now. Let me ask you this though. Let me ask you this. They are playing well, but I I don't know if they have enough for the tournament. I don't know if they have enough for a tournament. That may be one of those losses that's, that that separates you from, from being a team that gets into that, that high two line to being a team that could slide to the three. Bryce, I mean, that's yeah. a part of it. I, I, I hate to say that, but that's a part of it. And the fact that you got spanked by Iowa at home by 16 is embarrassing because I think, I mean, look at, look at it. They literally they came out and they beat them on the road February 4th, 89 to 85. Meanwhile, you come out here and you get smacked 73 to 57. This is, come on. Your team should be better than this. This is at home. You got to take care of business. And, and you can't have EJ Liddell only getting three rebounds. You can't yeah, have Kyle. We, you can't have Dwayne Washington, who everybody's trying to tell me is a Big Ten All Team guy, like first team guy, come out of here with a three for ten at home. Bryce, you got to come out. That, that's that's not going to work. I need more if you want to be a top team, and you don't want to slide at this time of the year, Bryce. Come on now. No, you I agree. See your team come I mean, out and slide like this. Come on. Come on. No, it, it is super concerning. And, and I mean, there's still two weeks left to play. Let's remember that, Caleb. Uh, I mean, I, I believe, yeah, calm down. 
Calm down. Maybe that's just me being delusional. It's a typical. But, it's a typical uh, fan voice. I don't know what you're like. talking about. I don't know what you're okay. talking about. But I, no, I mean it, there it, there are some concerns, right? Ohio State's kind of cooled off. Um, you know, I chalk it up to they're playing in a tough tournament. Teams are starting to figure it out. I was trying to make a resurgence. Michigan State. We know this about Tom Izzo teams, Caleb. We always write them off at the beginning of the season. But Tom Izzo has a way of getting his guys to stay with it. And usually in January or late January or into February, they're making a little noise. I'm not saying they're they're a legit, you know, threat in the tournament, but I mean they they always start to play well towards the end of the season. And we're seeing it right now. Michigan State is nothing to balk at. At no, the moment, I mean, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you 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 should not give be credit where credit you, is you, is due. Okay, you're coming in and you're beating Indiana on the road. You're being Illinois at home and Ohio State at home, and then all of a sudden you go in on Sunday and lose by 18 to Maryland. I, this is the Big Ten, though. You oh. get you get streaky. I'm not saying, <laughs> Bryce. This is that 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 loss is not ideal for the Buckeyes. It's not. No, it's not. not. I'm not. I'm not Don't saying sit it. Here and try to make that excuse. I'm just saying they ran into a team who was hot at the time. You're. You're. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's like. That's like. Uh, I'm not. Actually, I'm not even gonna go there. I'm not gonna make a. Reference. Okay. Uh, Michigan State Look, was in the Big Twelve. Where do they finish? Where do they finish? Um. Off the top of my head, middle of the pack. Middle of the pack. Who would you take Michigan State over in the Big 12 right now? Um, yeah, I just put them on the spot here, folks. You sure did. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i not – obviously, I would have teams like Baylor I, over them. I'd have West Virginia. I'd have Kansas. I'd have Oklahoma. I'd have Oklahoma State. I have Texas, and I have I have, I have the Texas Tech Raiders. Literally, they are above the TCU Horn Frogs at this point. They are not going – they are they are, they are are not doing as well at this. I don't care. I, I mean, the Big 12 has been a powerhouse right now. Come on. you, you Right now, there are over – there are over seven teams, correct me if I'm wrong, seven teams in the top 25 at the Big 12. Right? Look, this is a team that is 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 you gotta you gotta expect better. I expect better from Michigan State in this season, and I think everybody did, and, and they underachieved. And now they want to come out and prove it, but you gotta beat Maryland to do so. You needed to come out and you needed to really go on a stretch because nothing was really going good and COVID puts you in a very tough position. And I, I mean, that's unfortunate. I'm not going to lie, but at the same time, you know, you got to get your job done and you got to beat a team like Maryland. That's the team well, you're competing I'd, against. Those are both I'd tell teams. you what, I'd tell you what, Michigan Those state are- deserves to be ranked more than Purdue does right now. Oh, oh my God! Yes, Christ. that is that is a hundred percent fact. Get, get out of no, it! Get That is a fact. Who who's no, Purdue beat not. recently? Who they beat? Who they beat? You, who you they know beat? Who they beat recently? Well, look. Here's yeah. the thing with Purdue. Purdue's been pretty much under the radar. Well, let's let's I, move up that conversation then. They've been pretty fine. much under the radar for quite a while in the Big Ten. They came out and beat your Buckeyes on January nineteenth. If you don't, yeah, so they that. beat us twice. That was out, early in the season. Oh, oh really? Yeah, it was. Really? It was. Well, they are both. They are both ranked. They they were it was a good rank game. Care. You couldn't beat them Who, at home. What have you done for me lately? You beat what Penn State. You, you beat Penn beat State. You beat That's Michigan cute. State. You beat Nebraska and you beat Penn State. Plus, this team this team is Nebraska. Really did, did you just hear did you stop? Stop it, Caleb. That is nonsense. That is absolute I'm just nonsense. Saying that's who they Nebraska. Beat. That's the last you three. just 
And that's garbage. That's, that's garbage. Week. That's the bottom you know of the Big they, Ten. So you get rewarded quality. for beating the, the bottom of the Big Ten? Congratulations. They, 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 Congratulations. You're, 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 you're being a little ridiculous. How am I you're, being you're, ridiculous? You are. You are, though. No. They, they've, they've, been, they've been a legit team in a really good conference, and, and they're not a team to, just to snooze around. They've obviously no. overperformed. Stefanovic has been very good. And, and Williams, a guy that I've always liked since he's walked on the campus, is going for a double-double at 16 uh, and 9 at this point. I mean, you're, Purdue. you're being ridiculous. Miss with me with Purdue. Purdue. Miss well, me. they beat your team twice. It's maybe why you want to miss. I miss me. Any, any, anyhow, we'll we'll move on to uh, well, well, we'll just move on to this topic while we're at it. Fine. Um, speaking of the particular Big Ten schools and and all this other jazz, there is a team in the state of Indiana that is uh, generating plenty of buzz uh, regarding some uh, some not so good news uh, in the Indiana Hoosiers. The Indiana Hoosiers have obviously put themselves in a position where they were once an NCAA tournament team, Bryce, but. I think it's fair to say they aren't even close to that. This is a team that is just, they aren't playing very good. This is a horrible, right now, it's fair to say, it just doesn't feel like anything's working. I mean, I don't know if you can call this team very well coached based off how they've played. This is a team that is 12 and 12, and that is not something that Hoosier fans expect. That is not something they expected. They are six and six at home and three and five on the road and lost their last three games when you have to get an NCAA tournament stop. I mean, this is a joke, Bryce. I mean, you and I have sat here and said Trace Jackson Davis is a very good player, maybe even one of the best players in the country. But there's times where this team is not consistent in getting him the ball and it shows and they're losing Games, when they have them, when they literally have them, the, the game against Rutgers, they had a really nice lead. What do they do? They blow it. They lose by 11. Michigan, you pretty much just get spanked right from the get-go. And by the way, Bryce, they're playing Michigan State and Purdue in their next two. Mm. So that's, that, that, that may not look good. That may not look good. And and it, I just – here's my question for you, Bryce. I, you, you're hearing who's your nation on Twitter. You're hearing it. You're seeing it. Who's your nation saying, I want Archie Miller out? They don't want Archie Archie Miller out. Bryce, are you calling Archie Miller in the offseason? Do you think that he should be done as the Indiana Hoosier coach? Oh, 100%. 100%. I've been calling this for, for, well, since day one when he got hired. He he wasn't the guy. He's not the guy. He's not the guy. He did some cute stuff with Dayton. That's about as far as he can go, in my opinion. I don't think he's you ready think he's for. He's not a, a, a big, like a big time, no you know, power school conference. No, coach. no, absolutely not, absolutely okay. not. Okay. This is so disappointing for for us yeah. uh, that live in the state, whether you're an IU fan or not, because the Big Ten is always better when when Ohio, when Indiana's good. I I right? can't. I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, I mean, it's just the truth because there's such a rich history there. But ever yeah. since Kelvin Sampson, you know, had the program, ran that into the ground, Tom Crean brought it back a little bit. Um, and now we see we see Archie Miller here. I'm just so disappointed, Caleb, honestly, like it, it's disappointing for fans. It's just dis- it, no, yeah. absolutely not. Now I get they're playing in a tough conference, but still no excuse. No excuse. The, the The offense looks lost half the time. They there's no yeah, offensive development. There's no player development. Trace Jackson Davis got better because he's just a great player. He's a great college basketball player. But these other guys, no, you like really Rob don't Finnessy, see. I don't know what's going on there. What's going on? No, he's, he's totally I, I, no idea. No, no idea. No idea. 
I mean, Al Durham is he has his games here and there. Armand Franken, Franklin has his games here and there. Race Thompson, he's just kind of an energy guy. He's not a guy that's going to carry you to wins. He's a good starter, though. I'm, he's a good no, starter. No, he's a good I'm starter. I'm, I'm not saying he's a bad player. Ball. No, you're no. not going to rely on him. To, if you need a bucket, you're not going to Race Thompson. No, yeah. Period. Okay, Period. They needed a lot out of Lander, though. That's the biggest problem. Right. And, and and that's and so hard to that. yeah, that's so hard to put on a freshman like that, especially yes. playing in a in a really good Big Ten conference this year Caleb I heard a little rumor about a coach I don't know if you've heard this have I told you this have I told you this oh so a little a little uh entry on an IU basketball forum popped up I think it was uh last week there's rumors about um about a very famous alumni who owns a NBA team that is that is talking to a certain coach about taking the IU job if it becomes available. It just happens to be the coach of his of the team that he owns. Rick Carlisle, Caleb. How do we feel about Rick Carlisle to the Indiana Hoosiers? Oh, I totally just caught Caleb uh, off guard. He, he doesn't even know what to say right now. <laughs> I mean, I... I, I... I mean, look, if, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know what to say because I really just caught Caleb off guard. He he would be, I can't even tell at the factors. I can't even tell if you're joking. No, I'm not. This was a legitimate entry that, that, that they felt. They said that there was a rumor that, that Mark, Mark Cuban is, is talking to Rick Carlisle about a potential move to college basketball. If the job becomes available. I mean, I mean look, I, if you if you can get if you can get that type of coach I'm, to come to Indiana, you're 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 gonna be you're gonna Rick be Carlo, just fine. Hey, you're he knows Indiana. To, he knows Indiana. Need, you need to get you 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 need to get on that if he has any sort of interest because you know Bryce, when you're talking about Indiana coaching, there's one name that comes to mind in the sense of how embarrassing it is mm-hmm. that they didn't bring him, and that was Billy Donovan. They didn't bring in Billy Donovan when they had him. They had meetings with him, and they had all this stuff. And what do they do? They go get the guy from the A-10 who hasn't done anything. He hasn't gotten to an NCAA tournament since he's been there. Billy Donovan was a two-time national championship head coach. He was one of the better coaches in our generation at one point. This is ridiculous that Indiana is not going to try to get, they they need to get a top tier guy. And and I don't even like saying this, but if Bryce is right here on the record, Bryce has said multiple times on our network that he believes Brad Stevens is, is going to be on the move. Well, if he is on the move, then the Indiana Hoosiers should be calling him like a speed dial. Oh, they should back, be back up the Brinks truck, making the making the pay because he he would instantly I feel turn that team into something, and and there's no question about it that that IU go you know probably doesn't need to make a change. You know, at one point I was very skeptical of it. Now I think it, you you probably have to. Um, it just seems as if they're losing um, everybody, and and it's it's not going well. Uh, it's, it's not, this, this team should be better period. Uh, and that's what I keep going back to Al Durham has way too many hot and cold stretches. Obviously it kills you to not to have Armand Franklin out for most of the regular season, according to Archie, that that's a blow. I mean, that that's a blow. You, you can't have him for the rest of the time, but at the same, but you got to get the depth better, right? You got to mm. fix the depth. You're, you're very young. 
which is understandable. But at some point, like, I'll just be honest, Bryce, I don't want to sit here and watch Christian, La- uh, Christian Lander shoot a bunch of air balls. Like I know. Thank you. I need some, I, I need some, I need some, that's all I'm asking. Like, can I, can I get some development and skill? The kid has talent. It's very clear, but he's got to come out and play with, with an assertiveness and he, he's got to step up when they need him to. And I think there was a lot of pressure on him this year, but I think at the same time, he could have given me better than this. Mm-hmm. Come on. That's hey, all. Caleb. That's all. I have a question for you. Do you have, do you have a dark horse candidate for a coaching change at IU? I have one. Go ahead. I haven't thought about it too much. Go ahead. So there's a, uh, there's a, there's an IU alum in the coaching ranks, been in the coaching ranks. Don't go, don't go, don't go to one spot. Please don't go to one guy. Don't you he know happens it. to to be in Michigan, Michigan State. Oh, Dane Five. No, oh my gosh! Come on, man. Why? Why not Dane Five? Why not? <laughs> Do you not forget the fact that he ruined the program along with Samson? It's fine. You are embarrassing, bro. No. That is one of the most embarrassing takes I've ever heard yours you no, give on, on my podcast. I'm about to revoke your co-hosting position. That is a ridiculous take to sit here and say, Fife, you should get a coaching job. Dude, he's, because he's, he's ruined the program with Samson. Oh, not, come on. No, come he, on. he did, he did a lot of dirt. He did a lot of dirt at IU, oh. and, and you, you can't reward a, a pro. The, the reason that they're in the position they are is because of him and Samson. Maybe he wants to come back and, and make things right. Why would, I, why would I give him the opportunity if I can get Brad Stevens? Different. Well, if Brad Stevens. No, because. No, 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 no. Don't even, don't even give me that. Because y'all been what on me I? saying that Brad Stevens isn't no, going anywhere. No, 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 I, no, 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 no. If, if he if he goes here's here's what I here's what I say to that here's what I say to that. oh I'm go Boston, ahead go ahead him. let me hear you back no I don't fire him if I'm Boston I'm saying oh, I would he is available on the market you should clearly get him I'm saying it but but I don't think Boston should fire him that's the gist of it uh, they should so, they absolutely should that's ridiculous we're moving on to oh. a different discussion before we get Fine. To the NBA because that's a load of crap okay next team next team up on the list really next conference is we saw a lot of shifting as Bryce mentioned in the big 12. A lot of teams came out and and lost their fair share of games. And, you know, I feel like the first thing that we have to talk about regarding this conference, Bryce, is clearly Baylor. Uh, Baylor played Kansas, and and this is their first loss of the season. Now, the thing to keep in mind, in my opinion, when evaluating this loss, is the fact that they were basically – they're still fresh off of getting back from the COVID situation. And there's no doubt about that. It was – honestly, it was very clear if any – you know. You watched, I mean, it was clear. I watched the game it was so clear. They were so tired. They were uh, drained. Yeah, you call they this. Did not have you the call same it, energy. Caleb. And, and here's the thing. I, I don't even mean this to. I, I, you know, I did. But Bryce, I'm not sitting here being negative about it. I'm just saying it's a part of it. A lot of players um, go through this, and a lot of players have to adjust to this. And it just sucks. The timing of this sucks. And. Bryce, let, let me read you off the schedule. They got the next three. You ready for this? Oh, they yeah, go I know. at West Virginia. They go Oklahoma State at home, and they go Texas Tech at home. They go their next three against top 25 teams. It's possible that this is not going to end well for them. I, I It stinks. The timing of this stinks because, Bryce, let's just face the facts. This is a better team, Baylor is. Uh, I mean, this it, it really looked like um, every guy was 50%. Mm-hmm. Jared Butler, two for nine. 
Come on. Yeah, I'm not that's uncharacteristic. That. Yeah. Davion Mitchell, five for 15. No, I'm not buying that. Uh, Teague, seven of 20. I'm not buying that. Like, I'm just, I, it, it stinks because they did lose, and Kansas needs to get some credit for this. But I'm still, I, I let's just, you know, the panic on Baylor. There shouldn't be any panic because this is this is a really unfortunate circumstance, and they just came back too early. And Scott Drew mentioned it. Kansas is hot. Baylor came off the COVID, and Kansas kept rolling because they're hot. Yeah, I mean. I- I mean, this is one of the conferences to take a look on it. And you are, you are absolutely right about Baylor. You know, COVID did have an effect on them. I I didn't think so. I, I was, I was wrong on this one, but I, it's not enough for me to be extra concerned about it because that's going to come right. The more games they play with, you know, they're going to finish out their schedule. Yeah. It's going to be really tough. Uh, And then they have the big 12 tournament, as long as that doesn't get canceled leading up to the big dance. So I think there's enough time to get their legs under them and, and get going again. So I feel like, I feel like they're going to be fine, Uh, but they're going to, they're going to, they're going to face a tough road. Like you said, Caleb. So they're going to face a tough road, but this is one of the best three or two teams in college basketball. So I I mean, I'm not saying, I think they'll figure out something, even if they come out, maybe even lose a couple more games. I'm, Mm -hmm. I mean, if you got Jared Butler, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doubting you. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. I'm not doubting. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, another team that kind of surged up the rankings, though, and played a heck of a game on Saturday. A heck of a game, Bryce. Uh, Oklahoma State, man, my gosh. Top 25 team, they get in this week. I think that's something I'd like to say, Bryce, and I told you this off the record. And I want to I want to say this as we're getting closer to tournament action about my opinion here. As far as I'm concerned with Oklahoma State, the NCAA, do you know what the, the NCAA is going to find a way to put this team in the NCAA tournament because of how successful they've been? But isn't this the time where the NCAA should not be putting them in the NCAA tournament? Because you should be, rightfully so, punishing them for the actions that they made. Bryce, what would be the point in a, in a punishment if you're not going to use it when the team is good, there should be punishment. I'm not denying the fact that Oklahoma State is not a top 25 team. They're a good team. But Bryce, can I tell you something? You got to pay the consequences for what you did. The NCAA at this rate is not going to resign the fact that they they're not gonna they're not gonna put the they're not gonna put the punishment on Oklahoma State. It's clear as day. Because you know why, Bryce? They want the money for Kate Cunningham. That's why. They know what Kate Cunningham can be. He's a box office guy. I am very dis. I want to make this clear. Do I think Oklahoma State's been good this season? Yes. Do I think Cade Cunningham's the National Player of the Year? Yes. But the thing I want to say first is, I hope that they stick with what they said, because as far as I'm concerned, this is exactly why you make that type of punishment. You make this type of punishment so that if a team gets good, you say, you know what? I'm sorry, you made this mistake. We got to hold our ground. But you know they're not going to do it, Bryce, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we. Look, the NCAA wants to wants to bend rule. You know they want to try to go after guys. They they I, I bend the rules it. when they want to, right? They they run this place. We've seen them for far too long. Rule with an iron fist over these student athletes and and their rules and how they want to run things. And I, I'm just looking for consistency. That's all. It's so, it just Honestly, disappoints me. It, it disappoints is disappointing me. because it's it's it's. I, don't get me wrong. 
Do, do I think most people want to see Kate Cunningham in the NCAA tournament? Yes. Absolutely. But can I tell you something? Absolutely. I you do. know what Kate Cunningham did? Kate Cunningham went to Oklahoma State with the understanding that they were in violation. This is not he went into the he went into Oklahoma State knowing that there was going to be punishment. Must have been enough money there. <laughs> Bryce, I think I think this is ridiculous if they continue to let them in the NCAA tournament. I I, I would find that very frustrating. Because yep. I and, and don't get me wrong, it's got nothing to do with the kids. It's got nothing to do with the kids. I, I'd like the kids to do the best they can. If they get the NCAA tournament, I want them, I want I want them to do well. I want their players and their roster to do well. But as an athletic program, they should be punished for the actions. Period. You should stick with what you you, you should stick with what you gave. And I don't think that's out of line for me to say that. Sure. No, no, not at all. No, I, I fully support that uh, that little riff that you had there, Caleb. I mean, again, like I said, the NCAA, they do what they want. They do what they want with their athletes, with their teams. Sure will. Sure and, will. Uh, yeah, I mean, it is embarrassing. It's, yeah. all right, let's find com- some consistency and stick with it. So. Yeah, good Lord. Yeah. And we mentioned them a little bit earlier, but Texas kind of went on a, a, you know, a roller coaster week. Uh, Bryce, you and I thought they would kind of bounce back, but th- they were really roller coasterish. I'm not going to get into them in too detail, but – you know, obviously, I think we'll see them, you know, you know, potentially do better. Obviously, they're a top 25 team. There's no mistaking that. Their talent level is going to get them in the NCAA tournament. It's just not getting too many roller coasters, right? You know, I felt like they had a groove in this game. They didn't uh, against Texas Tech. They ended up losing. Uh, it felt like it was a Mac McClung show. Um, and somehow it worked. That's yeah. just how I felt about it. I, I, I really, I don't know. Uh, big 12 was interesting, but, but those two things with Baylor and Oklahoma state were the highlights. Uh, but the big 10, as we talked about earlier, uh, is, is also, uh, going through a lot of change, particularly with Ohio state taking some L's over it really losing their last three games and a big piece, right? My guy, the guy that I believe is dang near the national player of the year is injured. And, uh, I want to make this statement, Bryce. I think this is great for the Illini. Because I think what it's allowing them to do is grow within themselves as a team. Because I, I, I listened to this the other day. Shout out uh, uh, Rob Doster and, and, and those guys over there. You know, because they, they made a great point. Like, this is how you're going to grow in the locker room. When you got your best player not playing, but you got senior leadership there. You got leaders in Frazier and Kofi that are really good players who are going to put themselves or raise their game to another level. They're going to raise their game to another level. Brandon Wood has those guys rolling. They've got good depth. Adam Miller's a very good player. Very, very good player. This is an opportunity for him to come in and really uh, showcase himself a little bit more, prove why he's a really solid threat. And Bryce, I just think that when you, when you have situations like this, sometimes it's not ideal. But to be able to go in and beat a quality Wisconsin team, and I don't care. I don't care that at one point they had a blowout. Uh, uh, win potentially, and then Wisconsin came back. I, I don't. To be honest, I, I don't. I don't care because it's tough to win without your best player. Let alone on the road against a quality team like you and I both think Wisconsin is. So I think this is a really good thing for Illinois, and I think you know they're supposed to get him back soon, and that's great. I I am impressed with how they've been battling through this because they aren't even playing. I mean, really, if you look at the stats, Kofi had nineteen and seven. Uh, Trent Frazier uh, was one of three. Uh, but he played 39 minutes. Uh, you know, Cabello went off the bench and had 17 points. Uh, I'm just impressed with him. You know, I like him. 
And for them to do this without without IO is is completely and and totally impressive. Yeah, they're getting they're I, they're getting my respect, Caleb. No, I, sure I will they, say they, that they should. They should because yeah, they're about as good uh, as anybody in the Big Ten. They should. Yeah, they're very good. They're very good, and and yeah, once they get AO back, I mean, it'll be I, dude. He's I can't a game wait changer. for the yeah, oh yeah. I can't wait for the Big Ten tournament. Yeah, it's gonna be changer. it's gonna be incredible. Um, yes. Yeah, I mean, right now they're they're in the they're locked as yeah i think they're locked in as a number one seat as of right now like obviously we saw how fast things can change in college basketball week to week you know we're two weeks out now caleb and uh i mean there's still a lot of basketball to be played so it's going to come down to the wire everybody's battling for position for seating it's going to get a lot more fun it sure is and 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 illinois is i mean they're right on the cusp of a number one they're right there. They're right on You're the You're not putting them at number, number one, one right now? I mean, I think I think they're right there. But obviously, with the Big Ten tournament, like you mentioned, and the powerhouses that it brings, uh, I mean, I don't know if I can sit here at the end of the day and put them as a number one. But for right now, sure, I'll give it to you. Sure. They're number sure. one. I, I'm just saying I, I'm, I, there's a lot to think about, though, right? Because you got to – here's the thing, for me at least. It's like when I watch this team, right, like I watch how they play, I, I look at – I look at what they bring. I think they 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 have the talent to be a number one seed, and 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 they they have the ability to be a very dangerous number one seed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know, I've been very high on this team for majority of the year. Um, I just think the question is going to be, can they finish it out well enough without Ao? And I mean, I'm telling you, if you can win, if you can finish out, I don't know how long he's still out, but if you could finish out the regular season, say Io doesn't come back, and they go for you know a good record, they find a way to keep winning. Bryce, they've locked in a number one seed, in my opinion. Because when you can do this without your best player, that is seriously impressive. That is very impressive. And I and I think they have the ability to do that, and they're showing it, and I'm impressed. Mm-hmm. Next up, when I'm talking about, uh, you know, in terms of, of this, you know, particular conference, obviously, is, you know, Bryce, I I, I mean, Michigan just seems like they are they, they are becoming in that top tier. Whether, whether you want to sit there and let your Ohio State bias – uh, here it is is your decision, but this is a really good team, all right. And I, I kept telling you, I kept telling you that I think Dickinson is the baller. I'm telling you, and and it, all he's done is just continue to ball in front of your face. I, I Michigan is is very good, and they are a team that is just constantly outperformed expectations. And Juwan Howard's been a phenomenal coach. Mm. <sighs> yeah, they're good. Yeah, they're. I mean, they beat they beat they beat Iowa seventy nine to fifty. Yeah, they're they're routing team. It like they're not even close. Like the the last close game they played was against Ohio State. I mean, they are just they are just routing teams right now, and and they do look like the number two team in the country right now. They do, just flat out. And you're right, Dick Dickinson is 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 balling. Jawan Howard's got his guys playing extremely well. I mean, this is one of the perfect examples of, of straight-up team ball, right? They don't have a lot of names on the team, but they have guys that, that really can contribute and play well. Um, they sure do. Yeah, Jawan Howard, his ability to get transfers uh, have really paid off this season, in my opinion, in addition to what he was getting sure. already. So. Sure. <sighs> They're playing well, They're Caleb. Bad. They look good. You know, I, I'm just – I'm worried a little bit. I'm worried a little bit that they might be peaking go, go, too early. No, no. Maybe. Come on, come They've on. We've seen, we seen it. We've seen it. We've seen it. We've seen it. We've oh. seen it. 
Teams that peak too early, now they're slipping. Take Ohio State, for example. This little skit that they have, they well, might have peaked a little too early. Well, okay, so let me ask you this then. Let me sure. ask you this then. There's been reports going out that 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 IO is actually going to come back to sleep. Okay. And you know who they play? Michigan. Michigan. Yeah, I am stoked for that game. And so G- give us a, give this. us a date and time, Caleb. So give that, us a date so and time on that. It, game. So it's a seven o'clock Eastern game, Illinois, and uh, and it's to clarify, it is at home for Michigan. And this is the first time that they've played uh, all season because it was postponed on February 11th, uh, their first matchup. I mean, that's the matchup. That's the ma- that's a marquee game. What day? What day? It's on a Tuesday, and it's must-watch Tuesday, March 2nd, 7 o'clock. Yeah. That's a must-watch game, baby. That's 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 Those are two great teams, especially if Iowa's back. We're, we're looking at a great game. Absolutely. And you know what? Absolutely. You know what? Can I tell you something? If Iowa's back, give me Illinois over Michigan. Really? Dude, you get a, room, get a room with AO. Get a room. I, I think he's that good. I haven't been wrong yet, have I? Folks, you, I are, you, are, yet you are seeing it first. And you're not going to sit there and you're not going to sit there and say, Illinois you're, you're, you're not going to support Michigan. I know you too well. No, you're I'm not. I can't. No, I can't. No, yeah, but you got to admit they're a good basketball team, and that's a big time. They are. I, 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 did, I said that they were a good basketball team. I, I don't have to like it though. I don't you have to mean, like you it. may not have to like it, but they're good and they're gonna they're gonna stay that way because all they're <laughs> doing is getting great recruiting classes. Well, next next up next up here, Bryce, another team. Um, we'll, we'll go a little bit more positive with this outlook um, because actually it's not even really positive. It just it's it's a situation that I just find really tricky. Uh, Minnesota. <laughs> It's not really positive. I shouldn't say it's positive. Marcus Carr's a really Marcus Carr's a very good player. He's he's been very you and I talked about this last week. He's very exciting. But I mean, what Minnesota's been doing, I mean, I think it's fair to say they're in pretty big trouble regarding the NCAA tournament. If you cannot beat Northwestern at home and you lose to Nebraska on the road, and with Carr dropping 41 points, Carr dropped 41 points. Okay, and then you're going to Penn State on Wednesday, and then you're going to Rutgers on Saturday. Rutgers is an NCAA tournament team, as far as I'm concerned. So, I mean, Bryce, I, I think this, this this sucks for a kid like Carr because he's been incredible. But I mean, the fact is, at some point, there's a bigger issue here, and that's Richard Pitino. And so, my question to you, Bryce, is Richard Pitino going to get the sack because he's been there for an awfully long time? All right, he's been there for an awfully long time, and and he just has these moments where it's very up and down, and and that's a nice job over there in Minnesota. I think there's some there's some talent down there now. To some extent, guys like Matthew Hurt, for example, came from Minnesota, right? It's gonna be tricky to get guys like that, but mm-hmm. there's still really good talent down there, and and it seems like it it seems like Patino is just is is really has just struggled. He's seven seasons, seven seasons on the job. He's given a multiple. Yeah, it's a lot. Multiple tournament years. I mean, I mean, it's he's made it and and they've not been bad. I just. I don't know. I just I I like him, but he's been. Yeah, 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 I could see him. Yeah, I could see him definitely being given the sack. Uh, Caleb, I honestly, honestly, I think he ends up on his father's bench. At uh, what is he? Iona? Is it Iona? That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, at Iona. So that's I think right. that's where he ends up. Uh, I mean, he'll get a head coaching job again. I just, 
know. He hasn't been yeah. impressive. Like he's had good 2017 talent. 2017 right? to 2019. 2017, 2019, yeah. 2013, 2017, 2019. Only time he ever made a turn. Yeah. Three, three years. And and he we we know guys that have come out. I mean, he's had some pure scores over there. Yeah, Daniel Turu was was a great big man as well. Mason so. Mason got buckets. Uh, yeah, Mason got buckets. Yeah, so I yeah he's had good talent. I just yeah, I yeah I I think he he could lose his job after this wow. season. Okay, all right. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I've always I've always thought he was a solid guy. I don't know how many guys are going to get better, but I I just. I think at some point you might have to make that move, um, especially if you don't make the tournament this year. I feel like you should. You know, you've got a very good time. I mean, I, I've said this. I think Marcus Carr is one of the players in this in this in Division One who can come out here and just take it to you. And if he gets hot, you're going far. Yeah. All right, he's just that good. And if you can't make the NCAA tournament with Marcus Carr playing like this, I mean, that's a problem. Okay, and I just I think I think there's a there's something they got to worry about there because I. I thought this team was a tournament team. I really did. Disappointed yeah. in how they've been finishing because you got no excuse losing to teams like Northwestern and Nebraska. All right, get out of here. When you're trying to make an NCAA tournament spot and it's the end of the season, you got to beat them. Come on, eh, come on. I agree. I, say, I, got a, I, got another, I got another team for you as well, though, which you mentioned earlier in the pod. But I think it's worth, I think it's worth noting uh is in Oklahoma but then I believe Bryce another team that you were mentioning was was Villanova Villanova lost and they, they couldn't make a shot they literally could not make a Bad shot Butler team. In, against Butler against Bad a Butler team, team that just is not very good and Bryce you've mentioned the fact that you were somewhat concerned about this team because you thought that this team just didn't have players that you trusted does this only validate this point the fact that they couldn't beat Butler yeah I mean Butler's 9 to 13 yeah yeah I this is yeah, Villanova's going to slip up here and there, you know, but they're not playing like phenomenal talent or phenomenal teams right now in the conference. I just, there's nobody really to challenge them in that conference. So, of course, they're going to roll over these guys and they're going to be ranked because of Jay Wright, you know, I, but nothing about Villanova blows me away. Nothing. Absolutely nothing, Caleb. And yeah, I, I'm not picking in Villanova to go to the Elite Eight. Just, well, not even they, a sweet guess 16. Who they play. Guess who their next game is. You know who they play their next game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who? Creighton. Creighton? Creighton. It depends on how – by if, the way, if Marcus they beat him, they beat him on loose. Well, sure. And on Saturday, February 13th, they played Creighton. And the score was 86 to 70, Creighton. That's what I'm saying. I mean, one of the only good teams to play <laughs> I mean, all season, they lost. Yeah, right. And and Creighton is is obviously no joke with Zagorowski. He's a dude. He's so he's, good, dude. He's, he's one of those guys. No, I'm not from surprised like, you like him so much. I'm not surprised. Why? 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 <laughs> no, he's just your type of guy. That's all. I dude, I love I love him, dude. I like watching him play. He's exciting. I'm just saying. I don't care. <laughs> I get it. I know you. I, I know you like him. That's why I said it. That's why I said it. Come on. No, I do think. I do think they they could come in and beat him though if, if Villanova's out on their game. They they you got to beat a team like Butler. I don't care about the cold shooting. Quite out loud. All right. Like let's let's get it done. Okay. I mean Villanova. If you look at the statistical box scores, it just wasn't going for them. Okay. Gillespie four of twelve. Uh, more uh, more. Who I was like, hey, like let. Let's play a little better. 10 points on five at 13 shooting. I'm, I'm just, can I, I just, oh, of six from the three point line. Can I 7.4% from three? Really? Like just, that's bad. That's bad. bad. And you're a powerhouse. 
You're a powerhouse. You shouldn't be shooting 8% from three. Oh, and by the way, if you are shooting that god awful percentage, then I have an idea. Quit taking threes. Quit taking threes. Because you're obviously not making them. Unbelievable. I, I was bummed by that game. I watched that game. I was like, goodness gracious, can we stop shooting the three? And they didn't do it. They didn't do it. And, and, they need, and, and the thing is, Bryce, they should be dominating. This yeah. is a team that should be dominating their conference. Yeah. I'm not huge on the Big East as a conference overall. I'm not, I'm not huge on it. Finish the job. Finish the job. A team, right? Here's a, here's a, let's end, let's end this on a positive note, though. I, I, right. Let's end it on a positive note. Now, Arkansas, Arkansas has been rolling lately. 19 and five. They jump up big time in the polls. And, you know, this is a team that has came out here and kind of outperformed some expectations. And, and, you know, you got Moses Moody, who's literally just given buckets, six, 16.6 points a game on six boards. They picked up Justin Smith, who actually looks like he's an, a good quality player since he's gotten on IU, 12 points and not, and uh, seven rebounds. Mm, I, Bryce, what's your perspective here on, on the Arkansas Razorbacks, who seem like a really good team right now? And, and Bryce, you've been concerned about the SEC. You've been concerned that a team's not going to pull through, right? You were low on Missouri. You were low on Tennessee. Why is this is a team that's playing good at the right time? You may not like them, but they're playing good at the right time. I guess my question is, where do you see Arkansas right now when you're when you're evaluating the conference or Alabama? Do you think that you think they can make a run against Alabama for a potential SEC title? Uh, I mean, it, there's the potential. I mean, here's the thing, Caleb. You're right. I mean, you got to peak at the right time. You know, when you they look are. at when you look at Arkansas, right? They lost to every good team they played. Like just flat out, they lost to Missouri, lost Tennessee, lost to Alabama, lost to Oklahoma State. Hold on, yeah, I'm getting there. Okay. So now they've rattled off a win, an overtime win against Missouri, and they okay. rattled off a blowout win against Alabama. They've Great. won. Let's see, what one, two, three, four, five. They've won six in a row so far. You know, they got an easy schedule the rest of the way till the SEC yeah. uh, uh, championship or uh, tournament. Yeah, they do. So, and that, and that's what March is about. I mean, how many times have we seen it? When we think about UConn, oh, yeah. right? You know, the 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 Kimball Walker year, oh, yeah. they just caught lightning in a bottle and, and they rode it all the way to, to the title. Sure, sure they did. So, I mean, it, it's possible, but I'm not buying Arkansas, Kim. Oh, I'm just, oh, okay. I'm not oh. buying them. I am not buying SEC stock in March. I'm not. I mean, look at, you can't convince me. They've been impressive me. over the last month. That's great. You you can't convince me they to buy, put, you to could buy argue, stock. You could argue they've had the best month. You could argue they've had the best month out of anybody. That's fine. I mean, that's fine. I mean, you have two quality wins. You have two quality you three. wins. In, in, you got four. You got LSU's quality. That's a good tournament. That's a solid come, team. They put up offensive bucket. Florida's a tournament team. You can't uh, come, on. come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Next, you're going to say Kentucky not. is a good team. I'm not. I'm not saying that. 15 and five, Caleb. They're a good. They're a good quality team. Talented. Right? Talented. I'm saying. I'm I'm saying that this is a team that's outperforming expectations, and they're playing well at the right time. And I think that's encouraging because when you're looking at the SEC, it's it seems to be wide open. And you know how I feel about Bama and how inconsistent they are. You know how I feel. So, yeah. Right, so without further ado, uh, I got one more segment for you. Okay. I'm one more segment for you. Last one. last week we pulled the uh, NBA All Star segment, discussed some reserves. Uh, this week 
Bryce, uh, there was a reported uh, firing, unfortunately, of uh, Lloyd Pierce, who, uh, Bryce, you and I have been uh, pretty serious uh, in terms of getting on the fact that you should potentially (laughs) uh, be let go. But, can I make but? They, you know, they are going to hire a guy that you really respect over there. And, uh, yeah. and so I'll let you take away with this narrative because I know, I know this is a narrative that you have been, uh, very appreciative of since you've been hearing about. Well, for the listeners that may have not gone back to our archives <clears throat> on the Linsanity podcast about a year ago, uh, Caleb Lynn made the, uh, the amazing decision to do division breakdowns in the NBA before the season started. <laughs> Incredible pods. You could go listen to them now and still laugh, even though they were a year from now. Yeah, I don't even care. If you just want some fun stuff, just go listen to it. It's fun. But Caleb Lynn had myself and our, our, our wonderful other counterpart, Zachary Griffith, on to cover the Southeast Division. I, again, I, I'm baffled that Caleb gave us probably the worst division in basketball at the time to, to, to do a preview pod on. But nonetheless, we did it. Hey, but nonetheless, we did it, and we went hard on the Southeast Division. Like, like nobody's ever breaking down the Southeast Division like that before. (laughs) And we got to the Hawks, and we just absolutely (laughs) annihilated Lloyd Pierce. Okay, look, I respect the guy as a person, but. We all knew he wasn't the guy to put it together in Atlanta. You you draft Trey Young. You have all these draft picks. You draft all these young guys. It was a matter of time yeah. before Lloyd, Lloyd Pierce was was going to be well removed from this job. Yes, yes, I. Agree. It was a matter of time. And look, my Pacers made a coaching change this uh, this off season after the playoffs, and uh, Nate McMillan was let go. And he joined Lloyd Pierce's staff, a good friend of his, a great friend of his. Sure. So he joined his staff. And and the reports already they already start flying, right? Oh, they're they're hiring Nate McMillan because if Lloyd Pierce doesn't do it, they're gonna they're gonna put Nate in place. And guess what? Yeah. Here we are talking about it. We all knew. We all knew this was coming if things didn't go well and and things aren't going well. I, well, I think that's on I- Atlanta's front office partly, but that's just can me. I make, can, let, yeah, it is on Atlanta's office to an extent. And, you don't and need Bogdan Bogdanovich and Gallinari. Yeah, that's that was awful. That was I've, I've that's been so very bad. clear on that. But let me let me get into though the Pierce firing. I I, I really I, I mean I know you and I have said our you and me and, and in our pod we said our fair share, but I, I think Pierce deserves a second chance. Oh, I mean, if you're going to sit there and say, if you're going to sit there and keep handing Luke Walton oh, certificates, yeah, you know, I mean, he's getting an opportunity. Because I know, I know you and I have had our fair share of criticism on him, and, and there were things we didn't like, and there were things we wanted to see different, because you and I really liked the talent they had on the roster, and rightfully so, and we still do, but they should be better coached. But Lloyd Pierce in my honest opinion, would be a better coach than Luke Walton. He would be a better coach than Luke Walton, and he would be a better coach for that Sacramento team. He would be. He would create a culture that works. He would create a culture that's sustainable, and he would be able to get these guys to buy in. I really do hope. If if the Kings are going to move on from Luke Walton, they should. If they move on from Luke Walton, I'd love that hire for them. Great hire for them. 
he he does he deserves a second chance in my personal opinion because of what because of the front office and how they've treated him and i just think he's a good guy i i don't think he's a very good guy have you ever seen him you interacted with him you know if you've not really interacted but if you like you know seen him on socials you see how he handles himself in press conference the guy just seems like a very good dude and a professional and a guy like that should be given another opportunity if you're going to keep handing Luke Walton coaches, coaching jobs after coaching jobs, and to keep seeing teams under 500 under his coaching, at some point, I think maybe Lloyd Pierce could actually get the Kings to be someone of a legitimate threat. Yeah, because Atlanta, Atlanta think that front office thinks too highly of them of the team. Right. They are sure not do. they are not in a win now situation. In fact, they sure do. Caleb, I, I'm questioning everything. You're you're shopping John Collins, a really good young power forward in the league. You you signed Bogdan Vogdanovich and Danilo Gallinari for whatever reason. You already have DeAndre Hunter. You right. already they have Cam Reddish. The playoffs. They thought they were making the playoffs. <laughs> Look, I I like Trey Young. I know you got. I know I get. You know, it is a very unpopular opinion within within our uh, our network. I am one of the yeah. few that that likes Trey Young. I like I like yeah. his game. You know, Alex Burr supports me on that. That's my guy right there. Yeah. But uh, I, I I like him. They I just I think they signed the wrong pieces. Right? They signed some good pieces, but they the signed money, too though, many. I yeah, agree. You, you, and don't yeah, shop John sure. Collins. That is nonsense. But They're I'll tell you what, Caleb. Because they don't have a choice. I, uh, yeah, you're right. But let me tell you, <laughs> I called this when we talked about it. Yeah, you did. Okay. I know you did. What, Clint Capella, the Clint Capella trade, he was good. He is playing great basketball in Atlanta. Yeah, and I told you yeah, that was going to happen. Him and Trey Young are, are a great are duo. Dominating. They're great. Yes. Together. I love I love the Clint Capella pickup for for Atlanta. I love that through and through. But you know what though, Bryce? If I think if they want to change anything, <laughs> it's unfortunate. But they're gonna to have to trade those two guys because yeah, of those sucks. situations they put themselves in with financially, that's, and that that's embarrassing. That's disappointing. So. And they, and they set that franchise back a couple years because of they it. Sure did. They sure did. And uh, Bryce, uh, we'll we'll conclude we'll conclude with that. Uh, now I will say. We will have more conference tournament stuff uh, that will be a part of our coverage. Uh, we'll be talking about the ACC, the Big Ten. You name it, we'll talk about it. The yes, conferences sir. will be talked about. I'm not going just big conferences. Bryce, we'll flip in some A-10 coverage, okay? We'll flip in some Missouri Valley coverage for the folks out there because, you know what, it's March Madness, and there's some good teams in these conferences. Missouri Valley might have two teams. Shocking. So uh, we'll see. We'll see who this goes. And uh, I don't know. We'll figure it out. And, uh, you know, look, we'll, we'll, have, we'll have plenty of things to talk about. Uh, and then obviously the NCAA tournament is a, uh, is a couple weeks away, which, by the way, Bryce, I do have something to say. Yes, I will talk be, to us. I will be there. I will be there for this. I will be there for the NCAA tournament, particularly the first two rounds. So I'll, be, I'll be able to bring you coverage from right then and there. Uh, on our on our pods for this week, very excited first about this price. I think it'll be it'll give I'll give you some first hand looks. Bryce might have to take the hosting on this one. I might have to sit there and break it down. Oh, uh, do I get uh, it? Oh, it, he he might have to do that. We have to, it becomes the Bryce's right. Lindsay turns might, into the we Bryce. Might have Bryce. We might have Bryce flip it around. We might have Bryce flip it around on on the regions uh, because I don't want to. I want to make sure I got all of it correct. Uh-oh. So we'll we'll have we'll have all of that taken care of uh, for you. We got plenty of podcasts coming with the running hook. 
uh, network with the Power Hour. Uh, we have plenty with Zach Griffith and Circle City Cinema. They're putting on episodes every other day, and and it's just it's coming together really well. And uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see you uh, on the next pod. Thanks for joining. Thank you.